Hello, hello. It's a new week. But I'm sorry, we're stuck on old tea. We're stuck on old tea. And so if you have a mug full and you're ready to sip with us, um, there's a lot to talk about. So first and foremost, welcome to the show. If you're new here, this Black Girl Podcast, uh, I am your host, Lola, a.k.a. Ola.miss.lola, without the H. No appropriation here. And I'm joined by the lovely mister. Hello. Hi. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, this whole white people business have been invading this house. So we're going to have to talk about it. Okay, Eugene, Eugene is not white, so don't, don't, this is Asian erasure. Look, I'm not erasing nobody. You need to understand the person who caused the problem is white. It's white people business. Everybody else who just happens to be point of contact is not their business. They're affected by the business. Okay, fair enough. Thank After you. After that explanation, you're right. It is white people business. So, because let me tell you, after watching after watching the video that came out, you don't want no business with YouTube. <laughs> Yo, facts. Bro. Facts. I hate. Okay, first of all, can I just say I low key, <sighs> high key hate that his passion and anger and upset and disdain is now a meme. Like, like, I true. It's 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 funny, he he, whatever. Because like when you're watching it and you're in the moment, you're like, damn. I hope it's something. I hope it's something that he can get over. Because I'm sure right now in the moment, it's not what he wants to see. Of course. Okay. To provide more context, we are still discussing this whole um, uh, try guy, lie guy, cheating guy scandal. Okay. Yeah. The the <laughs> forbidden try guy. <laughs> yes, the forbidden try. So, just for little last week recap, slight parentheses, parentheses, context. Um, tr- the Try Guys are a company slash group of four friends that originally worked at BuzzFeed Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, they created the series at BuzzFeed. It really took off. It really blew up. When it came time for them to renegotiate contracts, they miraculously somehow managed to not only leave and not uh, um, break any contracts or any issue, legal issues. They were able to take the intellectual property, the IP of Try Guys with them. Which is wild. Unheard of. Don't even Unheard know of. how you could make that happen these days. Yo, honestly, the I'll put it this way. They're, no company would make you sign a contract to work for them where they wouldn't have full control of the IP. That's full all I'm saying. Stop. That's all I'm saying. But I know for a fact that if they had left and BuzzFeed had Try Guys, it would have never been what it is. No, today. absolutely. It would have been absolutely destroyed. not. Absolutely Because even even in more recent times, you know, like I was a big fan of uh, very similar, like Bon Appetit got very big and then had mm-hmm. its own scandal. And like Claire Safis is not even really involved in that. I loved her on Bon Appetit and in like her format, mm-hmm. but her own YouTube show doesn't grab my attention as much as her old content did. Yeah, I mean, and that's sometimes is the difference when you don't have production and staff mm-hmm. and, you know, directors and things like that. Because you may yeah. have an idea of what you want, 
but a director sometimes has a vision to execute it the way you will need it to be. That's what I was about to say. Just because you're a good front camera personality doesn't mean you know how to make a good show on the back end. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. for example, the reason why you guys don't see me on YouTube all the time <laughs> recording and talking to you guys in person is because I don't have the editing skills and or patience for that. Yeah, you don't have the dedicated time to do all the editing because it takes forever. I'm telling you right now, if you want to see me face to face on a more regular basis, join Patreon. Because that will be the only place you'll see me do regular live chats, chit chat, all of that in in between. Anyhow, they were able to take the IP of Try Guys and literally restart it themselves. So they created a a company called Try Guys LLC. They were all equal partners and they started their business. Homeboy took out a second mortgage. They were working out of one person's house at one point. Built it up from scratch. Eight years now, you see what it is. They're featured in Architectural Digest for their custom-built office and everything. Like, they've really invested into the business. That's the one thing that is very apparent throughout the growth of their channel is they've reinvested into the business to make it a business. And um, just from, like, a churn perspective, like a business perspective... The reason why they can be so successful is, well, A, aside from just being one personality, they're four with knowledge and with knowledge, skill and background in video editing, you know, Mm -hmm. working with BuzzFeed and stuff, taking that, that, you know, real life knowledge and applying it to themselves. These are people who know how to be, who probably knew how to do the back end of the camera before they knew the front end. Absolutely. And they're already, and they're all all good at being in front of the camera, but every single one of them, I bet you could like organize a show, get everybody ready. For sure. And and has had to do that. Yeah. You know, they've all had to take turns doing that. So they have the knowledge. And if they weren't skilled at something, could hire the people to do it because they knew people with that extensive BuzzFeed network. True, yeah. At this point, especially, yeah, they're... They they're, were hiring friends. They were hiring yeah. friends left, right, and center, right? So it's like, um, they really took a chance, and they took off, they, like, which is, again, another very rare, very lucky thing, because not everybody does. Like, I, do you remember that phase of the internet where YouTube algorithm was why I left BuzzFeed? <sighs> like, every video was why I left BuzzFeed, why I left BuzzFeed. Like, they all did it. So I mean, I was never super deep into BuzzFeed like that at the time. Yeah. But I do know it was like a huge part of the internet, definitely for a time. It definitely dominated YouTube for a while. Absolutely. Uh, the BuzzFeed list is still an archetype that exists to this day. Absolutely. And they were on towards like, I want to say the tail end of that whole vibe. Yeah. You know, and so it was a risk that they took and it worked in their favor and they blew up and they, like I said, reinvested into their business. So it's grown exponentially. They have a number of staff. They have like a number of advertisers, sponsors. They recently did a TV show with the fucking Food Network. Okay. We'll get into that afterwards because that, like, there's a whole thing about that. And so, anyways, I'm going on this whole tangent just to essentially explain that one of those core four members, Ned, who was known as the persona of being the family guy who loves his wife and loves his children and is like, you know, the real life, quote unquote, goals, family guy. And, and to be, and to make things absolutely clear to these guys, like they are Disney clean. 
Like they are definitely family branded. Yeah, family friendly. This, this all this is not for like the most some. Part. Yeah, this is not some weird exception. Yeah, maybe they do a little risque thing every once in a while, mm-hmm. but mostly like you do not hear like swearing. They will probably bleep it out. Yeah, they censor it out and stuff. You and know, they, you like know, they're yeah. very they're very careful. They're advertiser very friendly. Advertiser yes. friendly. Best term, advertiser friendly. Um. Anyways, he was found. Um, he was exposed for having um, a relationship with a co-worker. He had the audacity to call it a consensual workplace relationship. Um, which is virtually impossible, but we'll talk about that after too. Um, so yeah, he was exposed. It came out that he was essentially fired. He was not with the company anymore. So he, so lie guy is no longer a try guy. Damn. He got fried. Fry guy. Yeah. Fry guy. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so that's essentially what's, what's happened. And recently, um, the rest of the the rest of the group of the try guys right. put out a video addressing the the so, situation. Yeah, because this this leaked to the internet. Yes. Um, Thanks to the glorious, is, glorious, glorious, glorious mess of a website known as Reddit. Yeah, and so like there wasn't it a there was there was some posts from the official try guys company. Yeah, whatever. they posted an official statement after the fact. But there wasn't Ned like a response. A the wife posted a statement. But there wasn't like a a proper response from the guys and mm-hmm. we got that now. Um honestly extremely uh genuine feeling and heartfelt. Bro, if looks could kill, we'd be Bro, dead. He, I've yeah, never... full, the full gamut of emotions on display too. Like Ned looks like I mean, sorry, not Ned. I, I, I mix those guys up, but uh, uh, Zach. Yeah. Um, looks like he's about to cry, mm-hmm. and Eugene looks like he has a knife ready for you. I mean, put like, it this way. Damn. I will say, usually, like, <laughs> I don't want to be like a meme, like me as an empath, but like. I was watching the video and seeing how fucking angry Eugene was made me physically uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it was giving... Bro, it's giving, like, it's honestly giving JoJo, like, menacing kanji coming up from beside him. Like, no joke. It's just an aura thing. You just see him sitting there. Yeah, like, the just, you're right. The, the aura of just anger was overwhelming. It felt uncomfortable. It gave me like, I don't want to be here. I want to be kicking ass and taking names. Like I'm just here because of y'all. <laughs> okay. So and and here's and here's the thing where I wanted to uh, slightly disagree with your take on TikTok. Follow this Black Girl Podcast on TikTok, please. Um, You're so funny. <laughs> It took, like, given my own leanings and my own anti-capitalist stances, it took me a while. Because, like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I get why Eugene's so mad. Mm-hmm. Because I th- honestly think that, like, if they had a choice that they knew about or something, or if they had some kind of alternative to making a corporation, I don't know if they would. I don't know if they view their own business like a normal corporation. I definitely don't think Eugene does. You're assuming he doesn't. I, I, I feel like he doesn't, just given his, like, known political leanings. 
You're still assuming. Though. Still assuming. Still assuming. You're right. Still assuming. But here's here's the thing that I'm not assuming. Okay. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because it took me a while to recognize that like this is this man's baby. This is something this man put like years of energy and life into. And to have someone you considered like a friend and comrade tarnish that by pulling a fucking Weinstein after you spent all this, all this time. I mean, my man went with like the, I, okay, sorry, you're right. Maybe it's a little extreme to compare it to that case because that man was uh, I'm just obviously saying, grotesque. And I don't know if Ned went across those lines. I went to but, the school of Wendy Will- Williams. Therefore, I know when I'm going to say something a little out of pocket, I throw an alleged right in front because I'm not trying to go Okay, okay, okay. Up, alleged, backwards. alleged Weinstein. But still, like the, the vitriol and the sting language, I'm sure, is also going through for him. Like you put so much time in time your life into this. And then to have someone come around and just put this stink on it, put this wash on it, tarnish your work that you spent like a decade building, I I honestly would be really mad too. And it took me a little bit to like really recognize. No, absolutely. That think point think about it. Perspective. Think, you know? think about it. They walked away from an established business that had resources and capabilities that they only dreamed up at one point. For something that they wanted to do for themselves and by themselves. I'm sure. And just just let me finish. I'm sorry, yeah. You know, for themselves and by themselves. And you work so hard. You put so much effort into executing your vision. They've had, like, personal pet projects on the channel of, like, different things that they've grown to, like, you know, that they want to share and and develop and, and create with people. And to have something you put your own individual blood, sweat, and tears into it to have it then disgraced by somebody else, not even of your own actions. It's one thing of your own personal actions and be like, bro, I fucked up, man. Damn it. But somebody else's actions? Like, that's slime. That's fucking grimy, bro. Like, I can't. I can't. Like, you're an op. You're immediately an op. Like, if it was me, I'm telling you, it it, it would... Like, if Ned was a friend, like, on site every, every time, it's, it's always up. It's up and it's fucking stuck. Like, I swear to God. Yeah, I, yeah, seriously. And, like, I mean, like, shout out to them because they're clearly trying to build something that means something more to them than money. Yeah. Because if it that wasn't the case, I don't think they would have taken such immediate and sharp action and i and i also say you know when you're saying like they built something up and and also that these are the lucky ones i'm sure they know that too because i'm sure the people they're hiring and trying to give jobs to their friends to were also people who tried series that didn't quite make it no tried series were their work colleagues side by side yeah who maybe at one point was making more than them getting their paychecks on BuzzFeed and now you're their employer. Bro, because the YouTube algorithms are the fucking, like, the tsunamis and tides of the sea, man. Like, one day you're up, the next day you're fucking down. Like, it's unpredictable yeah, fuck, and, and they got real lucky. Very, very, And I'm sure very they know so. it. I'm sure they know very it. Very much so, you know? So it's like, to have something go so good yeah. and have it be, ta- like, literally have the rug pulled out from under you over like i'm sorry i'm i'm very like i'm pro woman i'm pro this over pussy over pussy what happened to money over hoes what what happened to bros before hoes 
Yes. Bro, and you're just at Oh, a cl- man. And it's so wild because it's like, I, I wonder what was going through this man's head. Because, like, the more and more this is talked about, the more and more this honestly feels like this man built himself a gilded cage and, like, wanted to leave his wife and was, like, telling this girl he was going to leave his wife for her. I wouldn't be surprised because, like, hearing all the situations and all the different takes, it definitely can give that. But here's my thing. Because how else do you just do PDA out like that? Like, you know your situation. No, you but know your brand. You're here's just like, my thing it. that has me so fucking confused, though. If, okay, let's let's just say in some fucking parallel universe that that Ned and Alex were in love, okay? Despite being with their partners each for 10 fucking years and him having two kids making poor Ariel stay at home, okay? Raising those babies. Uh-huh. Let's, let's, let's say they, they did fall in love. Yeah. You know you're making guap, okay? You know you're guapping. Making money from YouTube, making money from sponsorships, making money from the Food Network, making money from all types of angles, making money from your cookbook, making money from this, that, and the third. Even if you were too pussy to leave your wife for appearances, for whatever, you could have told that girl, look, I'm not trying to fuck up my bag and I really do care about you, but if I lose my job, there's a lot of things we can't do. So I'm going to ask you maybe... Quit your job or I'll help you get a job in another network so we can date in peace. Like you're not even strategically trying to keep your bag and get your bitches. Like, let's just say they were in love. Like, let's say you and I were working together. We weren't supposed to work together. I'm the boss. You're the boss. Whatever. Somebody's the boss. Somebody's the employee. If I know I'm making more money than you or you're making more money than me, then the smart idea would be like, okay, we're, you know, something's feeling like. Let me go work somewhere else so we can fucking date in peace. Like, I but you're gonna what, have a personal assistant who's I, personally assisting you in ways she has no business doing. I 100% agree with you, but like, just because you're woke doesn't mean you're not fucking stupid around Bro, ladies. He's dumb. Doesn't mean you're not stupid around ladies. He's dumb. He's dumb. He's I mean, like, honestly, dumb. maybe it just goes to prove that, like, honestly, like, it's not a meritocracy, really, is luck. Like, it really is, like, they got lucky in the algorithm, and now they're here. Oh, my gosh. And what's Bro. even more embarrassing, they always labeled him outside of the wife guy as being the business guy. Oh, He's my. all about the business. What fucking business? His fucking Bro. dick? And now it makes me wonder, because, like, people have been fine. Because you already know how the internet is. Once the internet knows just a, a drop of tea, they're looking for the whole pot, okay? They're finding clips of when... Oh, Ned in this video ordered an uh, an eighty dollar bracelet for a video, and now Alex wears the, the the bracelet all the time now. So he must have gifted it to her. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. Maybe it was just we have this extra prop that we can't return. Here you go, production manager. Enjoy. I've received complimentary stuff from my job. Yeah, that's before. true. Honestly, as like a thank you or as a whatever. Yeah, honestly, or a lot of the times they'll sell it off. Like if yeah. you're if you're around Toronto, you can get some really cool fashion items at good prices if you look for wardrobe sales because they'll buy it off on the budget and then they'll sell it to you seventy or like half seventy percent, like half off, just because like 
they're expecting to sh- like stuff that shit in a warehouse and maybe use it one day, but probably not. Yeah. So they can get recoup any amount of money. The production's happy. Of course. So and and this is what I'm trying to say. Like yeah. sometimes, like when I used to work for a different company, um, we would do events, and sometimes we would receive, um extra like i don't know gift cards product whatever and maybe there's a little bit too extra or it's not necessarily in the quality that we want to use for the event yeah it's hey lola you want this sure i got a vintage bottle of fucking corvassier because it looked too dusty (laughs) like what like like so so I'm not being nobody's defendant, but I'm just saying there's certain things that are possible. And with stuff like this, people are going to overread into certain things. Yeah, like a lot. It really shows like it's funny. This this, and also the news that popped off today, not to pivot too much. Yeah. But the fact that Elon Musk has been jujitsued by another rich person in the court system to actually have to follow through on his purchase. Bro, honestly, a lot of people don't understand how much the legal system forces you in certain ways to move down certain routes. I'm just laughing because, like, honestly, Elon Musk is the richest time waster I've ever seen in life. And, like, I just love that he has to, oh, you have to spend your money now. Because now he's going to have to actually have to sell shares or do whatever and move his money around in a way. He's going to have to pay taxes because he purchased something that's U.S. Like, he hates it. I know he hates it. Bro, it's because he was living his comic book, I'm Tony Stark fantasy, and waived his rights to view the reports. That's apparently why. He just said, like, I don't need to see it. We're good. And then they gave him the reports, and he was like, what the fuck? And they're like, it doesn't matter. You waived you your, you waved you your rights. You, you said you were good. This. You wanted this. You can't yeah, back out now. You said you didn't so care course. about the reports. Fuck you. As long as you talk shit. But you know what's funny, though, is that, like, this also, I could see this also sucking for the CEOs of Twitter. Because, like, they don't, it doesn't matter if they want to sell. They have a fiduciary duty to their shareholders to make that money. Yeah. And Elon Musk put a crazy amount of money on the table, so they Absolutely. have to take they it. They have to. It would be irresponsible for them to not take it. Looping back to the Try Guys, yeah. legally. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is the other thing, too, is that, like, um, you know, current speculation is that Alex has kept her job. Or, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be necessarily naming oh. her. For, 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 it's for, okay. I already named her. Oh, okay, yeah. But, fine. but we will know who we're talking about. We're talking yeah. about Ned Bulmer and... Alex Herring, those are the two people named in this She's, whole scandal. I'm I'm not talking about her too deep because um, the onus, in my opinion, falls forever on him because well, he was the owner of the company. Yeah, not and, her. And also, as a business, like she's she's an employee. Yeah, she's an employee, and it's like she's ultimately the victim. She's on the bad end of the stick here when it comes to the power relationship because of your business. So, like. When you're these guys, even though I'm sure it's weird for certain people at this point, Mm -hmm. like, they can't just be like, yeah, because you did this, you're out. Like, that's not how this... You're not going to be able to victim blame and punish like that, even though, like, they're obviously all very tight-knit and friendly in that workplace environment. So this is, like, extra weird. Well, the, um, the the speculation on the business side is that they're going to try and work out a possible separation agreement with her that includes an NDA and that waives her right to sue for, you know, possible sexual harassment or 
coercion or anything like that. Yeah, and and honestly, because like um, I don't think she would have a safe or positive work environment still working with them. Unfortunately. Yeah, I'm sure. Because of what well, everybody I, thinks, like the internet is the internet. Right. People are gonna people are gonna people, you know. Right. Yeah. Not from the try guys, but from outside forces. Yeah. 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 I I agree with that. Um. Yeah, I was gonna say too. Um, and like honestly, the try guys probably deserve that legal agreement because, like, as far as we know, on the records, and I'm sure that they know that this get dragged, this could get dragged into court because of the employment angle and the legal angle. Absolutely. So and I'm sure they have it all on record that as soon as they knew, action was taken. And honestly, seeing seeing how mad Eugene was, and yeah. again coming out from the angle of like. This is your masterpiece and, like, someone pissed on it. Like, your yeah. friend pissed on it. For what? Yeah, your you're supposedly best friend. Yeah, just, like, destroyed it for what? Wow. Um, and, like, so I understand why you, you'd be angry and want to immediately take action. And honestly, in some ways, some of, this, some of the ways they're talking about going to the back catalog and digitally editing them out. No, they're not. They're not? No. Oh, I thought that was announced. Okay, my no, bad. No, 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 no. My bad, my bad. Okay. They're just saying, like, for some of the more upcoming videos that have right. been coming out recently since... This whole thing has happened. They have been digitally removing him and will try to remove him digitally from certain future episodes because, like, they were saying that, like, there's some videos they can't. They just can't do it because it doesn't make sense. It's continuity's fucked. It ruins the whole premise of the show. So it's never being released. That's money. Yeah. Like, I when, when they were talking about, like, I know people are like, oh, the, they don't care these... about the money. That's amazing. They do to a certain point. They do to yeah. a certain point. And they well, probably use that angle when they pushed him out because they probably had to pay him out for a portion of what the company is. They probably use that, though, as leverage to pay him less because I know I would. Well, shout outs to the Try Guys. It's like it's not that they don't care about the money, but they care about other shit a bit more. Yeah. So shout outs, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not that they don't care about the money. You're right. Um yeah, honestly, like those, their videos are so professional quality again because they're hiring professionals, mm -hmm. and they don't seem to be these types like the Kardashians or whatever that don't play their employees their proper wages, that part. and their proper rates. Yeah, uh, and these are expensive ass video producers. Shit, bro, like one of these episodes they put up, probably like ten thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars, but it's easy. Oh, easily without hesitation. Easy. You're being. You're being low ball. Yeah, you're lowballing it for low sure. Ball. I'm assuming they're still jury rigging it from fucking BuzzFeed and taking corner cuts and fucking. Yeah, know, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, they have sets and stuff that are now built, so it's like there's certain stuff they're repurposing that's saving them money. But like, um, just like if like let's say for example, let's I'm gonna just use the the number five. I know it's probably more than that, but yeah. let's just use the number five just for this case study. Easy math. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If there are five videos that are being pulled from their catalog and they upload, like, let's say they upload two videos, a uh, two videos a month, that's eight videos. Yeah. And each video makes them like 20 K. So that means that's $40,000 per week of money generated to help, you know, pay for expenses, pay employees, play, pay editors, pay whoever. Keep the lights on, hydro, property taxes, rent, all of that stuff. Yeah. And now half of those videos are gone. And it and it's worse too because you're posting less affects your algorithm. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you, if you, you're posting half those videos, so you're out half as frequently, and you're gonna be earning less money. Like, 
just just like I know this show is nowhere near their show. Yeah. But when I t- when we took our three and a half four week hiatus between season three and season four, those that audience number dropped, plummeted. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Zuckerberg. <laughs> you know, and like it's fine. I expected it because I know. Like, we get consistent views and listeners and everybody coming in when you post consistently. They re- The algorithm rewards you for, for posting consistently. Yeah. Right? So, when you don't do that and that shit drops, like, you will feel it. And especially with how their, like, AdSense is probably set up and their revenue streams, it, like, multiplies. And, and, and obviously, like... Speaking of contractual obligations and stuff, yeah, the news with their show coming out, oh, heartbreaking, gutted. Okay, so yeah. so the Try Guys they had a they had one of their series picked up by the Food Network without a recipe road trip. So without a recipe is literally what it is. They make meals without using a recipe. And this time they go around to different restaurants and they try to recreate the signature meal of that restaurant without a recipe. Very cute, very entertaining. Again, wholesome, advertiser-friendly, very easy, you know? Yeah. Very, very easy for them, I should say. Yeah. This show had a primetime evening slot. It was like something like Wednesday at 7 p.m. Yeah. Okay? After this fucking scandal went down, the episodes got moved to... Friday at 10 p.m. Who's watching at Friday at 10 when they're out at the club? Or they're out with their friends? Or you're out on a date? Bro, and not, not, not even that. It's also, like, pretty family-friendly content, and you put it on at 10 p.m.? That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it like, when I say I felt so, like, I was mortified for them... I felt so fucking bad. It's like somebody just tripping you at the fucking finish line. I was about to say, I would be, if I understand why, again, I understand why Eugene's so mad because it's literally like getting defeat handed to you in the jaws of victory. Like, Like how? Like, you finally, you finally make it onto TV, onto TV proper. Which is what they've always wanted. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Just saying. And like it basically gets stripped out from under you, and, it gets and it's gutted. And it's even and it's even worse than that mm-hmm. because like they got pushed out because their brand is perceived as toxic right now, and yeah. now they have to rebuild and detoxify the brand. Yeah, literally. And it's just, oh, I just, I don't know. I just so, honestly, I just hope that they're good plays right now. Like, I don't even think they're doing it and being calculating and being like, oh, we got to make sure we stem the bleeding and cut out the poison for the brand or whatever. I don't think yeah. they're doing that. But yeah. I do hope that the moves they're doing right now does have that effect for them and that it doesn't fucking tarnish their shit. Well, I will, what I will say is, like, the editors did, did do an amazing job because I did watch one of their recent videos. Um... And I didn't notice until I was like, why is there two judges? Normally there's three. Yeah. You know? And so the editors did a job because, like, yeah, it looked a little different. But, like, and you did notice, like, okay, well, Ned's not in this episode. Okay, whatever. Like, because they've had episodes where not all three of them are, or all four of them are in the show anyways. Yeah. So, like, it's something you're kind of used to. But 
the episode was fine. Yeah. It was still entertaining. There was no issue, you know? So yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. worried about necessarily and I'm sure, like, chemistry and, and stuff like that. Yeah, and I'm sure that, like, the thing about it, too, is, like, the editors, like, don't get me wrong, it sucks to have to re- go through all the footage, but I'm sure they have, like, literally 12 to 16 hours of footage. Well, probably not that much, but they have hours and hours of footage to cut together a 20-minute episode. Yeah, yeah. So it's not yeah. like they can't find other entertaining content. Yeah, but it's just like, you know, they're going to have to jerry-rig. Like, apparently, they, somebody else, again, because the internet never sleeps, uh, pointed out a clip of that same video I was watching where it shows the two judges side by side. But if you look at the background, the background isn't lined up quite nice. Yeah, it's not So quite you can see, like, they were spliced together. Um, But again... Shout out to them having their own sets because, like, guess what? They can kind of zoom in and blow out certain things and it doesn't look oh, yeah. if too, you're, like, out of, you know, out of whack. If you're real tricky, you can take, like, you can take another photo or another, like, setup like the one you had. Yeah. And then use that to patch over certain points if you really need to. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You can do some tricky, tricky shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, like, um, they've been, they've been doing that. I just want to know, like... I want to know what the exit plan was. I'm Foss. <laughs> if y'all know me, I'm Foss. So it's like, I want to know what the details were. Like, they said they all voted to give him the kick out Fulmer Media Inc. Yeah. That's, that's his formal uh, company name for under Try Guys LLC or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I Fulmer heard, Media. I heard a little bit about that. I want to I wanna loop back to that in a minute, but you finish what you're saying. Um... I just want to know what the exit plan was. Because, like, when you fire somebody or let them go, like, they're still going to get some sort of severance. They're still going to get some sort of compensation with leaving. So I'm, like, I'm curious to know, even with the... I want to know if he got, like, X amount of the value minus unusable footage. (laughs) Minus whatever penalties they may have agreed to or whatever because like bro i wouldn't put them in such legal liability bro i wouldn't be surprised even if it comes out that he has something like some kind of royalty or residual for stuff that he's not even in going forward for a while well uh, they were okay i keep saying they there was a um a business lawyer somebody whatever that was kind of talking about the whole like business side of it and he was, they were saying with the way that they worded that he's no longer a manager and a member, it does not mean that he's not necessarily a shareholder, like you said. So he may still be receiving, like you said, royalties or some kind of financial benefit from what he's contributed to building for this company. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm not delusional. And I'm not like uh, an overly moralistic person. And despite the fact that I think this was a bad thing, he still owns a part of this company. He still owns a part of this brand. He put, he also put his blood, sweat, and tears into this. And that doesn't just stop because the other people don't like you. Well, and the other part of the the other part of the thing is, is like his videos are still up. Like just because now videos are he's being removed from right. doesn't negate the previous. Uh, videos he's been in right you know it doesn't negate those videos it doesn't negate like you know prior footage and stuff like that so um i'm sure he's getting some sort of kickback 
from being, you know, a part of those, a part of those prior, you know, prior videos in like perpetuality. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. The internet's forever, you know? Yeah. Like, um, you know, as someone who like works in film and works in entertainment, like I heard some people speculating about like, you know, he's got his own company. What kind of shady business does that mean? Bro, that's really, really common. Lots of people in the industry make enough money as a wage that it actually makes more sense to incorporate yourself, give the money to the company, and, and then, then pay, pay yourself. yourself. Yeah. So then that way you're only like, basically like you use the company as like another. As a shell. Uh, it's not necessarily a like. Shell. Yeah, yeah, I get <laughs> like probably, I guess I'm not 100% sure, but like yeah. I guess shell is a good term for it. But you're kind of using it as another bank account where it's like you can keep money in there. Uh-huh. And when you pull it out, you have to pay taxes on it because you're paying yourself a wage. But as long as it stays in the company, you only pay capital gains on it. And that's yes. a lot less than actually wage rates. Um, right. So I wouldn't be surprised if all the Try Guys had these kind of corporate are incorporated in this way. Because at some point, it just makes sense. To do, it makes way too much sense to do this for tax reasons. Um, in Canada, it's somewhere around like the eighty dollars to $90,000 mark. It makes more sense to incorporate. Okay. Um, so yeah, so like all of them, all of them are, have their yeah. own incorporation. Oh yeah, so and like, I'm sure they all make way more than, than that money. I don't know what the, what the good rate is in the States, but the corporate rates in the States are way more forgiving and I'm sure they make way more than six figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, um, they started off as individuals with the company and then as they've grown, like you said, they started making enough money that it made more sense to become incorporated so each person has their own incorporation where it's like like i said fulmer media cornfeld media i think eugene's is something tasteful like um uh e-l-e like e-l-y media like he used his initials instead of like his last name yeah something like that whereas like all the other guys just did like you know yeah Habersburg media yeah 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 whatever you whatever you want that's like kind of respectable yeah yeah so, um, so yeah, they do that. And so they yeah. voted to have his company out. Now my question, okay. My curiosity, I should say about that whole thing is like, what? Okay, sorry, <laughs> Learning things in real time. Yeah. Like I'm like, what? <laughs> um, my tune into the next episode to find out what this stop, gas was about. Stop, stop, stop. Okay. This is where you put the sponsor down. I know, right? Um, I was going to say, what I'm curious about is with these with these incorporations, mm-hmm. knowing that each respective person has their significant other. Like, you know, Keith is married. He has his wife. Uh, Zach is engaged. Um, Eugene is dating. And then, like, Ned was obviously married. I'm, I'm curious, like, were are the significant others were they employed under the comp like their partner's company or are they employed under try guys so here's here's one of the things and this is a big loophole in canada as well that lots of companies and small businesses take advantage of uh-huh. which is they'll just be like you'll have a stay-at-home uh, uh parent yes and You'll put them on the books and give them money, yeah. But that's because you get to split, you get to keep it a lower tax bracket. But your money kind of it splits two ways, but then it converges all back into one pool anyway, right? So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if you would see them on the books because, like, 
you're putting money in the household, but if you get to split it between two streams and you can justify it in such a way that it's not really worth, like, even if they can audit you and they can do whatever, like, there's, they need to be able to prove it with beyond the shadow of a doubt. And if you cover your tracks enough to give yourself enough plausible, plausible deniability, yeah. which is not that hard to do, they're just not going to chase you on it. It's just not worth their time. I mean, I guess. I mean, that's what that's what tax loopholes are, and that's what this is. Like, it's a tax loophole where if you if you are incorporated and you have a company, you could let's say hire your kid, pay them a bunch of money, but then only really give them like a smaller allowance and keep a bunch of money for the for the house, aka you. Right. But you. But then you know you just get more money out of the company that it gets to avoid certain tax brackets. So from like that angle, I definitely wouldn't be surprised if they're on the books. For that reason alone, you know, especially because some of them have appeared in videos and I'm sure they also do things behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So it would be really easy to justify that. Um, I mean, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair especially because if you're not greedy and you're not giving, like if your company's making a million dollars, but you only pay yourself a hundred thousand dollar salary, it's not that hard to be like, okay, well my other partner who does a lot of stuff, you know, they also are getting paid that salary, but you still split yeah. You still split the income tax. You still, you know what I mean? You still. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm curious because it's like, so, because it's like if each quote unquote media company is making money by being a member of this bigger LLC and the money's snip, you know, like cut at the source, siphoned, um, like. That's just... interesting. I, I guess you got to keep track of the tax papers. On Ned's LL, on Ned's uh, incorporation, yeah, because you'll you'll be able to see how much of a dip in money there is, right? Like he'll have to file it as as some kind of gains. He can't just tax. He can't just like shell company that stuff away. He's not Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. What's going on? You're gasping so much. You're losing it. You have to tell somebody. Buzzfeed Inc. has a financial stake in Second Try LLC. Remember, we were talking about intellectual property. Woof. So I guess they I were guess... able to walk away and build the company as long as BuzzFeed had a stake in it. That's interesting. Well, I don't I don't think BuzzFeed is gonna be able to do anything about it because I think it'll be easy for them to again, like I, I don't I don't just think they're doing it for brand reasons, but I do think it's easy to make the argument that this is the best thing to do for the brand. And BuzzFeed, by handing over the intellectual property while keeping a stake, is saying, listen, we want to get our cut, but we trust you to be the stewards of this thing. Yeah. And if they decide that this is the best way that it is to go forward with the company, then it's not really BuzzFeed's business beyond their shareholder stake to make a claim on that. I mean, that's wild. Like, you know what? I'm it not makes surprised. Sense. I'm not, not surprised. surprised. I'm not surprised because... BuzzFeed is has after seeing like the few um the few people by the way we saw their response video when they had like what 46,000 views wait we're and like in the first like, 50,000 we were literally the first 10 minutes okay yeah. it was up like 9 minutes ago like, 50,000 views under 50,000 views 24 hours later 4.3 million views 
crazy. You can't say people aren't invested in this. This is a story. Again, but again, shout outs to Try Guys. Shout outs to Try Guys LLC or whatever. Because again, the next time you see somebody coming out with a fake ass apology, you can point at the Try Guys and show what like a real, real decisive action, a real apology is. Yeah. But like, I, okay, sorry. I'm just like, I'm still reeling back from the whole buzzfeed having a financial state now i understand why they didn't that's probably was their terms of negotiating for them to actually come back as try guys oh yeah absolutely i like you're 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 sitting here shocked i'm absolutely not surprised i like i said like i'm surprised but not surprised i don't know how like i was gonna say we were saying like i don't know how they got away the answer is they they kind of did it they did it yeah they get they have to pay a piece of flesh in order to get out that's how that's how it works right they have to pay their dues Ugh, ugh, ugh. That sucks so bad, man. But you know what I wonder? Yeah. Would BuzzFeed's would no no no, that's that's too crazy. That's too that's that's too litigious happy, right? Like BuzzFeed would not go forward to trying to take action against like Discovery for fucking tanking their show. Or the show they have stake in. I don't think they'd go that far. I don't here's the thing, I don't think so because I think it might be detached enough. That they aren't a part of it. Like, because remember, they're all incorporated now. So it could have been a production with, you know, ELY Media and Habitsburg Media and Fulmer Media and Cornfield Media to do this, to do this episode with Discovery. And they just happened to pilot an episode on YouTube because they have their big YouTube channel. Um, I could see them getting away with that. Yeah, and on, but I was gonna say, but the real reason it probably wouldn't happen is because, like, I forgot about the recent merger, so now they're all part of Turner Media, and yeah. like, for two names really own the media, it's Rupert Murdoch and what's his face Turner, and who yeah. boy, <laughs> they make a lot of money owning that shit. Like, it is wild because they have what, like, eight million subscribers. I mean, I wonder how their, um, I was thinking about this. I wonder how their subscriber base did. I wonder how their metrics were over this time. Like, Oh, their metrics surged. Oh, yeah. I was going to say all news is good news, right? Like all publicity is good publicity. So I'm sure their subscriber base went up, but we'll see what that translates into. I mean, we'll have to see. Like, I want to ask you before we wrap this up, I want to ask you because I want to be, I want to speculate a little bit. I want to be a little curious. I want to be a little messy. What is this 1920 accent? <laughs> I want to know. You look cute with like a little flap or wave, like a finger wave. Oh, stop. You're trying it. I want to know what bullshit I'm asking you as a ignorant black woman to uh, as self-proclaimed white devil. Yeah, okay. What do you think Ned's excuses, the, the caucasity will be, the levels of caucasity? <sighs> Will it be, I was in a dark place, I was abusing drugs, I I, I, I was weak. Like, I want to know what caucasity you think he's going to use to justify having a full fucking affair. Because this isn't like, oh, I just hooked up and knocked it out with an employee. This was an almost year-long affair and this is another this, person. This is the part of your TikTok. Shout outs to shout outs to TikTok. Follow this block or podcast on TikTok. I love the plug. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, 
the part that I do agree is, is after the investigation, I wouldn't be surprised if they found other instances. Oh, I yeah. really would not be surprised if they're like, it's not just this girl. He tried to run this on other girls, too. Oh, yeah. Would not be surprised. Oh, yeah. This, I'm sorry. This type of situation doesn't just manifest out of nowhere. But it's tough for me to say because, like, listen, like, when you're talking about, like, straight con men, like an Elon Musk who's currently right now trying to act like he didn't get fucking owned with this Twitter buy and is trying to say it was all part of his master plan all along. Yeah. If you're not a straight con man like that, it's really tough. Because I don't know how depraved Ned is. And his brand is very wholesome oriented. So it's like you've already taken such a hit. Do you want to dig yourself even further? I think he was so fucking audacious that he didn't, like, he thought he was untouchable. See, it gives me, I'm the popular kid at BuzzFeed. I'm the golden boy. Nobody can touch me because I love my wife. If I do proposition you or touch your ass or ask you for a kiss, who's going to believe you? Bro, I... It gives. That's that's what My, it really gives. Allegedly. I, just, I was about to say, I have a hard time going down that route because, like, blech, so, like, so vile. Like, straight villain shit. It you know? Gives. Like... It gives. Ugh. I... Anyway. And it's it's sad now because people are pulling up, like, all the instances that he's been less than kind. And especially, like, very sexist comments towards women. Like, one that stood out to me was when he made a comment about a girl who's just like, oh, you know, I'm figuring things out. You know, I'm single. I'm this. I'm, I don't have kids. And, like, you know, my friends are starting to have kids. and Everyone's getting older. And he made a comment, like, 35 and no kids? Good luck with that biological clock. And I was like, excuse you? Excuse you? And, like, the other guys are like, well, maybe she doesn't want kids. <laughs> like, like, just, like, like, and and it just like all those little like instances are are triggering the like the the feeling I get when I see like when I hear like a Tucker Carlson when I hear like um what's his face the other guy the Chowder guy like it, it it's giving those like super conservative values it gives me he low-key voted trump and never told his friends it's yeah, like it's I definitely mean, giving he, like he, I, undercover republican in a office full of democrats because that's where the money resides definitely going around and yelling about family values while also being a huge scumbag to your own family is a very republican move i will say that so I get where the vibes come from. I certainly do. It's giving. That's what it's giving. But this is like, honestly, like, I don't want to investigate too much because like, I just don't want like, I don't want to, I don't want to speculate too much, too much on it because yeah. it's like, it's hard to tell. And I don't want to be like one of those people on the internet who's like, you never believed anything you ever said because <laughs> I found a 30 second clip of you where you said something. Like, I don't. Facts. Facts. And here's the thing. On the other flip side, you know, his wife is such a sweet, like, sweet woman. You know? They it have just, cute little, you know, blonde hair, blue-eyed kids. They're very happy-go-lucky, They so they appear. Yeah. And I don't also want the impression to be like, 
your husband sucks. He's a loser. You're an idiot for having kids with him. Because there's a lot of women in that position. Me included. Yeah. <laughs> Me included. So it's just kind of like, you know, pot calling kettle. It's giving, you know? Yeah. Um, Without the public uh, insult of, of being cheated on, thankfully. Sorry. <laughs> Don't mind me. What are you doing? <laughs> I read something. I was doing its own thing. Um, but yeah, so what are your final thoughts? I, I don't know if this will be a final thing because I feel like more, more tea is coming. I just hope that um, the Try Guys. Yeah. Uh, I hope that the, the guys that are left can just like distance themselves from this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think they're doing a good job and they're doing their, they're trying their best and trying their best to live up to their values and shout outs to them for that. I wish more people did that Yep. because like, here's the truth, living up to your values, it's bad for business, bad for fucking business. And I appreciated that they're running a big successful business and also being quote unquote bad for business. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so I really hope they can back out because like, man, like I, constantly think about and low-key plan and and Kurt and in trying in 2023 to actually start putting the skeleton together for like a comic I've been thinking about for a long time mm-hmm. and I just imagine that getting successful and like you know maybe asking one of my friends or something to write some stuff with me it takes off and then it turns out I would be like livid I would I would be so mad I like I said, if it was me, it would be up and fucking stuck. Okay? Like Bro, I would only appear <laughs> in the same room as this person for for literally for court issues and that's it. Yeah, like, for, legal, old, for legal for legal Otherwise they'd be like, no, this is this is literally like a trap. Like I'm gonna fucking set off and I don't wanna deal with the legal repercussions of getting too mad at you. Absolutely. Cause like here here's like I like to think I'm a somewhat happy person. Um, but when I'm genuinely like super upset, I am the most disrespectful bitch you will ever meet in your life. Like I will, I will drag your dead fucking grandma out of the grave and fucking dance on her bones and kick her upstream and not feel anything about (laughs) it. Like, and this is what this situation makes me feel like if this was like somebody who I called a friend, a brother, like family fucking me over like this you would always have to hold me back because like i said on site out every single time up and stuck forever so i'll 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 put this i guess as the final note it's like it's always been weird to me that people get surprised that like the quiet one is the one who snaps off and comes off with like the biggest plan true because a lot of times the people who are quiet they're choosing to put their energy in peace Yes. And in this world, it takes a lot of energy to maintain peace. Yes. So when you take that kind of planning and that kind of deliberation, that kind of energy, and you make it preoccupied with you, bro, that is not a good place to be. That is not some good crosshairs to be in. To have that kind of like preoccupied, meticulous, livid, seething hatred for somebody is not a place where you want to be at. No, no, absolutely not. Um... With that being said, I can say with my whole chest, if my friend ever did that, I would fire my friend without hesitation. They would have to call the police because, and everybody would have to put their hands up on me to not fuck them, fuck them up. Yeah, bro, the law would be holding me back. Yeah, like actually, like actually, because that's just so, 
street pussy. Street justice. <laughs> That's what it would be, man. Chicago PD. Coming in the parking lot. Street justice. Yeah. Chicago PD. Yeah, yeah. Like, you do this? <laughs> you really like the boy will jump out. I'll slap a bitch like without hesitation. Oh my god. Oh, damn. You just see me put him in the cage. You'd be like, what cage? Oh my gosh. But with that being said, thank you for joining us on this whole crazy tangent. I want to know what you guys think. I'm going to be dropping more like two, two, you know, two cents and my, my little extra thoughts on TikTok. You can follow me there at this black girl podcast. Um, and whew, hopefully next week we'll talk about something different. <laughs> hopefully next week we'll talk about something different because this is too much. This is unless something else happens. The, the podcast hasn't dropped yet. It's dropping on the six. So we'll see. We'll see what Summer's on the kettles, boys. Summer's on the kettle. Anyways, uh, stay safe. Don't cheat on your wife. Yeah. You know, especially with an employee. Like, be a try guy, not a lie guy. Yeah, be a try guy, not a lie guy. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.